Down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. Hello. Welcome back. I'm back in the closet today. That's the Slug is Doug recording closet. And this is episode 74 of the Slug is Doug podcast and episode 7 of the 12 days of podcasting leading up to the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. And this is going to be yet another lazy episode of mine. I've been unable, essentially, to do much, much prep for today. It was a busy day, all day yesterday and into the night, um, with uh, news. Something of which I will get to at the end. Hmm. Talk about burying the lead. Uh, so yes, as I said, this is 74, episode 74. We've got seven days left to the 12 days of podcasting. And uh, it's starting to feel a little bit more like the 12 days of podcasting Christmas or something like that. Whatever it is, 12 days of... 12 podcast days. It's just feeling more like the 12 podcast days of Christmas every day. And um, in a little bit of follow-up, which is, I guess, how we should start this whole thing. In the background, we're hearing a little bit of the Dave Brubeck quartet oh don't you just love that saxophone saxophone sound he's one of the best saxophone players um that of course being oh whoa just went out of my head i know you're screaming at me um oh all right well i guess that's follow-up for tomorrow or do i just do i do i open up okay Pardon me while I look this up. I know, you're screaming it right now. Oh, boy. Dave Brubeck. Quartet. Oh, hopefully I'll remember it before I even get to do the search. Nope, haven't remembered it yet. In his group was... Oh, come on. Come on. Dave Brubeck played with in his quartet Paul Desmond. Wow, why did it take me that long to remember Paul Desmond? Paul Desmond is my my one of my dad's favorite jazz musicians. Um, I have uh, a couple of his albums. There is one album in particular. Uh, it's called uh, actually Take Ten, I believe. I think that's what it was called. Or no, he does a track called Take Ten on it, and it's quite good. Uh, and I believe actually uh, Paul Desmond is the one that is probably I think. If I'm not mistaken, of course, here comes some more follow-up for tomorrow. 
leaving it hanging. I think he might have actually written take five. Um, anyway, that's what you're hearing in the background. And uh, I have some follow-up from yesterday. Um, one of the things I talked about was these, this strange thing, this strange um, habit that we have of referring to groups of people, no matter who they are, as guys. Hey, guys. Um, and I was starting to think, you know, that this is this is a problem. You know, why why do we refer to all people as guys? So I tried to unpack it a bit yesterday, but I never really got anywhere. But I ended up finding um, a pretty darn good article on it. Um, at least that just sort of gives the background of why it why it is an issue and and some of the problems that that are involved in it and it's an article on the HuffPost uh, HuffPost.com if I remember I'll put a link in the uh, in the show notes but if you really if I don't please forgive me I beg you Uh, but the title of the article is Why We Should Stop Calling Women Guys and it's written by um, Michael oh Jasks Jasks J-A-S-C-Z is the last name I'm not quite sure Jax Jask Probably Jask. Jash? Eh, anyway. Um, so why we should stop calling women guys. And it kind of, you know, goes through this person's process of, of realizing what a, a, a problem it was. And in particular, um, one of the uh, quotes that's in it, if I just open up my notes here, I did prepare just the slightest bit today. Uh, he says, uh, well, now here I am assuming that it is a Michael. Maybe it's a Michelle. Uh, maybe it's no it would be a different spelling okay in French it's Michel anyway um, the quote is as follows in the English language there is a deficiency in gender neutral pronouns we've seen this lately in the news especially that of the second person plural variety like ustedes in Spanish I don't know if the s is pronounced in that perhaps some of my Spanish and language scholars could tell me is is it is ustedes or is it usted? Because there is an S on the end. I don't know if you say it or not. Uh, this pronoun, uh, sorry, this pronoun absence in the English language, coupled with the historical exclusion of women in many aspects of society, has led guys, in quotes, to dominate the classification of groups of people, all people. Which I find interesting. Yeah, it, it's very true. And you know, he, he the the author makes an argument for how this just continues um, this uh, this you know death by a thousand cuts kind of thing that's happening to to women. You know, and 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 how it just keeps you know it's, it's, it might be a small thing, but we keep doing it in small ways, in many many small ways, to minimize the or downplay the importance or the equality of half the people in this world. And it's a problem. And I think that, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, group pronouns, non-gender pronouns like uh, folk, hey folks, you know, that it just doesn't seem right. It sounds so cheesy sometimes. And it also, you know, it seems to be something that, uh, especially in Ontario, the conservatives like to use. I've been referring to people as folk. Um, I guess there's also... Uh, uh, what is, I wrote down a couple others here. Some other thoughts on that. What did I say? Um, 
Oh, people. You know, people is good. I, I hear Oliver Rockside use that one a lot. You know, come on, people. Um, and, you know, one could say that. You people need to. And I think I had sort of explored that as well. Uh, I think that the, the South, um, they did it right in using the word y'all. <laughs> Which I love, and but it just maybe it doesn't work for. I mean, you, it seems like you seem to ha- seem to have to have a certain accent in order to see, in order to use the word y'all. Maybe, um, maybe it's always implied in the word itself, which is I, would be interesting in itself. Is there are there certain words uh, in the English language that it, when you say it immediately has an, a, a type of accent to it or a sound to it that sounds like it should be an accent. That's not my field of exploration, though. And beyond the scope of this podcast, woof. So that was that. That was my sort of um, take on that. Hot take. Woo. All right. So, uh, oh, other little bit of follow-up. There was uh, some discussion online as to whether one may need uh, one may need to consider to use real cheese or processed cheese to decorate their cheesy bucket when they are sitting down for their 12 podcasting days at Christmas. And personally, I think as long as one is celebrating the 12 podcasting days of Christmas, I have no no qualms. You know, it's, uh, it is it is an ethical dilemma. You know, do you go with the live? Do you go with the not live? Do you go with the real? Do, you know, do you use a wood bowl? Do you use a plastic bowl, metal bowl? How big is your bowl of scotch? Is it a bucket? You know, you use a plastic bucket for your cheesies. In fact, I think that's what I've called it is the cheesy bucket. I think uh, in these early stages, you know, this is an early, a a newly born tradition. I think pretty much anything goes. And I'm pretty sure that Jason would back me up on that. I think that's it for follow-up. So I think that uh, as as I said earlier... Uh, about 10 minutes ago. Oof. Wow, really? 10 minutes already, Doug? Uh, we have another guest appearance today. Uh, today from um, two wonderful people. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite couples in the world. And that would be Jason and Stephanie from Ohio. From the Cleave. <laughs> Thanks, Oliver, for the, for the use of that term. Um, these two, if you don't know already, are... I think of them as sort of the, the wonder couple. I can right now in my head canon, I do not ever see them apart. I do not ever think of them as um, individuals. They are they are one, <laughs> and I think that uh, I think they're perfect for each other. Um, and they were kind enough to also answer my call for help to have people send in clips to explain their feelings on the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. And I think that today would be a good day, and I'll tell you why after their clip. Okay, guys. Uh, I've rambled enough. You guys ramble for a bit. Ready? And go. Hi, folks. Hi, everyone. So, we're... What are we recording? This is uh, a nice about the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, the 12 the twelve podcasting days yes. of Christmas and what they mean to us. Um, I'm Alien CG, Jason with an E. I'm Heavy D is Hungry. 
And uh, so what what is what does the 12 podcasting days of Christmas mean to you? Well, you know that I am the anti-Christmas, right? Yes. Um, I think we're living in a dystopian, capitalistic hellscape, and I'm also a church musician. So I start Christmas music, like, in October, and by the time Christmas rolls around, I'm done with it. But the one thing that I'm not done with and never done with is listening to Jason Reese's podcast about his love of Christmas music. I agree. I also, you know, podcasting with Jason, you know, we've done, we've done some Christmas episodes together. Um, I think. Hold on. Have, have we done Christmas episodes <laughs> together? I can't even remember. But. They pale in comparison to the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. Oh, God, yes. I mean, so my, my first request for the 12 podcasting days of Christmas from Jason, and the reason why I generally don't request anymore, <laughs> my first request was a little Christmas song by King Diamond called No Presents for Christmas. It was a lovely heavy metal Christmas song that I enjoy very much. Um... But I, I, I enjoy listening to the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. And I'd like to thank Doug for doing this 12, uh, 12 days of podcasts leading up to the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. I Nailed think it. That's what it is. But, uh... You know, one of the many pure enjoyments that is left in this horrible... <laughs> of a world hey, hey, hey. is, sorry, watch, watch the language. The horrible burning shirt barge of this world is seeing someone else who enjoys something really just love it and, and share their joy with you. And even if you are a cold-hearted, bitter person, sometimes some of that can warm your heart as though, as though they are the coal starting the fire. And Jason is that coal. Yes, Jason, he is our lump of coal. <laughs> uh, so I, I hope that's I hope that's good enough for you, Doug. I hope you I hope you really enjoyed that look and our That's all you're getting. That's all our thoughts about about Jason. I mean, I, I could go on about how me and my family used to sit around the podcast box and light the light the fireplace and the candles to warm up the you know, warm up the cold house after a hard day of working on the farm and listening to the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. They'd wind the crank on the old podcast feed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not sure what you wanted to hear, but well, I hope that's good enough. So, Doug, to you and Clara, merry podcasting days of Christmas. Anything to add? And to all a good night. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. I really do. Look, I just did it. I just called you both guys. Thank you very much. Heavy D and Jason with an E. Hey, that rhymes. Heavy D and Jason with an E. Well, I guess I should also do a sort of little bit of uh, this week in podcasting history. I did not go back and do any research. I have not had time, and that is coming up. But 
Last night I did stay up a little extra late listening to a historical episode in podcasting. That's right. This week in podcasting, we had the release of the 100th episode of the In Your Ear Holes podcast, produced and recorded by none other than Jason with an E and Jason with an O, our good buddies. Congratulations, guys. Uh, it was it was wonderful to hear you guys um, laughing at all the clips. And um, if only I recorded the discussion I had with Clara leading up to the moment when I had her say, shut the fuh, runt door. Turns out she knew the word already. There was a couple times we recorded it where she actually said the word, don't tell her mother. Anyway, so that's that for the uh, this week in podcast history because I did no research and I'm out. But just before I leave... I'm going to leave you with a little bit of uh, personal follow-up. The reason why I was in a hurry yesterday, the reason why I was sitting in the parking lot over at the Guild Inn, the park there, um, was that there was indeed somebody here in and having one last look at the house. And they made an offer, and it's been accepted. And so therefore, we've sold the house on some conditions of their financing and their inspection of the house. But that should all be done by next week. I believe, let's see, since there's seven days left here, seven podcasting days, should all be good by the end of the seven podcasting days, leading up to the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. Well, it's actually the end of the 12 12 days of podcasts leading to the... 12 podcasting days of Christmas. You know, next year I really gotta come up with a better title. Anyway, off you go. Prepare your chair. Prepare your podcasting tree and get out in those fields and get those uh, get those snacks. Get that free-run cheese, free-run cheesies and that, that uh, antibiotic-free scotch. Start turning your wood bowl for your bowl of scotch. Or maybe start blowing your glass. Because you know what? Before you know it, the 12 podcasting days of Christmas will be here. And that'll be it. It'll be over. And we'll be standing around going, when will it come? When? When? Until tomorrow, when we only have another six podcasting days left. Take care. Goodness, look at the size of you!
one whole kilogram of cheesies. <laughs>